October 23rd, 1739, the War of Jenkins' Ear begins when English Prime Minister Walpole reluctantly declares war on Spain. Later, Jenkins attempts to start the War of Jenkins' Dick, but the Queen famously retorts, Honey, ain't nobody going to war over that. Well, welcome to the revisionist. Blah. Um, I, I'm Boo Ryan Flynn. Um, uh, Boo Ryan Flynn Sidious. There we go. Uh, um, directed by James Wan. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Texas Jane Powers Massacre, directed by Toby Zach. Or something. Uh, <laughs> that's not. A, that's not how your name goes. <laughs> you just gave me Boo Brian Insidious James One. That's true. And now that's, you're complaining. That's true. I can't look glass houses. Um, and joining us is Stabby <laughs> Booty. I can't go to that well twice. She, she might have her own. You can't. Don't call yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Gabby, do you have anything better than uh, Nabby? No. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Dobby the house elf, the spookiest thing of all. Yeah, spookiest thing of all is fucking transphobia. Yeah. Oh god. A weird, a weird portrayal of slavery that's like, yeah. is this problematic? Yeah. Listen, yeah. Fuck JK Rowling. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm kidnapping. Oh, na- Nabby. Oh. oh, okay. Right. Okay. Oh, you thought I said dog. <laughs> Listen, the Zoom connection leads us down some weird trails. Wait, so, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm trying to picture, I'm just trying to picture you like kidnapping someone and just being like, <laughs> I'm kidnapping you. <laughs> Nabby, stabby, booty, read, read, even that's like a bleed. You know, you got, you got yeah, options. Bleed. Screed. Uh, that's not re- Ooh, Creed. Yeah. It's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, listeners, if you couldn't tell, um, it's Halloween, um, and we're in part two of our three-part Halloween uh, spooktacular, uh, where we abandoned the usual scary history we talk about, which is scary for reasons of our own humanity's own sort of bottomless pit of greed, and, um, you know, Sometimes there's like animal attacks. Um, (laughs) Sometimes animals are the real monsters. They're going to take your baby. You're starting to think about it. Um, They're going to totally just jungle book them. To understand, Um, Roots is terrifying for a certain reason, but it's not scary in the same way that like, scream is is yeah. what we're getting at more yeah. or less <laughs> very much so so um, that is that is the difference very much in plain sight yeah um no this time we talk about like goblins and stuff um goblins and matthew lillard yeah matthew lillard um <laughs> how how in the world is of the two like spoiler alert killers in the original scream how is the dude who looks most like he's named Skeet named Matthew? <laughs> I don't know. I think Skeet looks like he's named Skeet. Really? Uh, I do. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Lillard yeah. always looked like a Skeet to me. Well, 
<laughs> I don't know what a skeet looks like except Skeet Ulrich, the only skeet I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, well, uh, listeners, typically what we do on the show um, and what we're going to do tonight also, uh, we're not breaking format, is we take a topic from history. One person presents the official government-sanctioned, you know, candy-inspected, trick-or-treat street version of events. And another Ooh, person presents... Sticks a little razor blade inside there. <laughs> yeah, the other person presents the poisoned... For, no. The, uh, um, another person presents the fucking... The thing that conservatives are scared of where yeah. you give out edibles that are super expensive. Oh, no. Please don't give out your weed for free. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't spend $2,000 on a prank. <laughs> Bleh, children of the night. Um, uh, and the other person presents the alternate version of history. And the winner gets to become the truth going forward of this Halloween-themed version of the earth mm-hmm. um previously we discussed the Savo man eaters uh the ghost and the darkness uh thank you to jane colic for that uh we are still waiting on results for that so we will announce that on our third halloween episode uh which is going to be coming a week from this one that's right this is another off week episode uh because yeah. assuming because, everything goes to plan assuming everything recently- goes to plan uh, it has not. So we'll, we'll hope that it, it does in this case. Mercury is in hella retrograde. I don't know if that's actually true. I think it's over. Oh, well, then I'm then <laughs> then scheduling is just hard. Sorry. The dark times are no. done. We've made it through to the other side, people. Well, <laughs> it's all just your fault. <laughs> yep. It's all it's all on. Look, here's the thing, everyone. Basically, all our guests are like us and in their 20s and 30s and 40s sometimes and have shit to do. And so sometimes it's hard to coordinate three schedules. Um, So I don't know. uh, Yeah, Uh, I think we've had at least one guest in their 50s yet to have a teen. We got to get some teen, some some teen, teen perspectives. (laughs) I hosted an open mic last night and there's um a a 13 year old comic uh his name is noah seal if you want to have him on get that cool uh i don't know is that a zoomer or is it is there another generation 13 is still gen z yeah yeah i think think it's young gen z at this point yeah the the generation after zoomers is officially generation alpha um (laughs) i know that because kathleen is in it alpha Yep. Um, so oh. they're just going right back to the top. Way get way more get way more Stacy's than Generation Beta or Generation Sigma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some uh, some lady told me there's some jo- the name Josie is coming back. That's my mom's name. Oh, okay. That's I'm that's a name I'm fine with coming back. There are no <laughs> numerous kids. Apparently, my my sister is an elementary school teacher, and there are numerous kids with the first name Flynn, which I have huh. to think is from Breaking Bad. And <laughs> I, guess, I mean, that's conceivable, I guess. Like, I don't know what where else that would come into prominence as a first name. Um, uh, Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Yep, yeah, of course. <laughs> Rapunzel. Uh, of course, uh, everyone has 
tangled, young... I guess I should, I should say. Tangled. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot that that was that character's name, too. Okay. Yeah, that character's oh, name yeah. was Flynn Ryder. I don't know why I know that, but no, I do. Olaf is coming in. Some yeah, other. Olaf's coming in. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, Lumiere and Cogsworth. Um, yep. And just uh, the first name, let it go. That's <laughs> and of course, uh, live action Lion King. Um, <laughs> but now that Spectre brought him back, the first name Blofeld is going to be a big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel bad for any child named Blofeld going through middle school. <laughs> um, but anyway, this week we're discussing the Bell Witch. Mm. Um, Gabby, you're going to be doing the true story. Less uh-huh. scary than the Bell Curve, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> uh, Zach, you're doing the alternate. Yeah. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, um, Gabby. Whenever you're ready. Uh, okay. All right. Um, here we go. Sorry, I had this like passing thought, like. You know, if you guys just started adding sound effects into the podcast and you just did a big boo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, to... I, don't, I don't know if we've done this in previous years, but uh, attentive listeners might have noticed that last week mm-hmm. I did indeed add some rattling chains and moans to the opening theme. <laughs> and I assume I'll do the same this week. I have. Uh, Scary I moans, not sexy moans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I wanted the sexy moans. I Give me them sexy bones. It's a fine line between ghost house and BDSM dungeon. <laughs> Regular dungeon and sex yeah. dungeon. Very thin line. Turns Audible. out the line is people need to have sex in it. Yeah, it's the tone of the moan, and that's the difference. <laughs> that's what I always say. It's all in the tone of the moan. The tone of the moan, baby. The tone of the moan, Taya. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> no more laughing. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this, there's actually, I got most of my information, <laughs> most of my information from uh, bellwitch.org. Mm, okay, dot org. Yeah. So it's a, it's a non-profit. <laughs> the Bell Witch is set up a 501c3. Yeah. See, I went to bellwitch.gov. So oh, that's okay. the, you might get so slightly. Yeah, that's what universities use when they teach this in their curriculum. So. <laughs> uh, you can hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I believe you can Venmo. Email <laughs> 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 witch. Um, at uh oh, they got at bell witch uh b-e-l-l-w-i-t-c-h um actually- <laughs> <laughs> it would be terrible if the official bell witch foundation had to get like bell witch underscore 69 yeah uh, actually the bell witch has a Kickstarter right now. She's trying to haunt Steve Bannon, but she needs a little startup money. So I will kick. throw at least at least two hundred that way. Yeah, um, she's yeah gonna be a whistleblower. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just for the like information getting. I don't know. I I tried to look for the name of this person on the website. I don't know if it's on here. Whoever runs it, but like. 
they just were like, yeah, if you liked the information and you want to give me money, like this takes time. And sometimes mm-hmm. it costs money for resources to investigate. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh because I know it does take money for that. <laughs> it's <laughs> Yeah, it's somewhere between a hobby and a job. Um, mm-hmm. It's neither. <laughs> it's too serious to be a hobby, but it's... yep. Not classic, enough to be a job. Classic Jobby. As someone Jobby, who's Jobby had a Dobby. Yep. Dobby had a Jobby. What a <laughs> Dobby had a Jobby. <laughs> oh God. Oh, we'll get into it. <laughs> okay, so I get. Okay, so like the the years that this like I kind of took place was eighteen seventeen to eighteen twenty one, mm-hmm. um, and it's in Robertson County, Tennessee. Um. And I can't remember who Dr. Nandor Fodor was, but I loved that his name was Nandor because of what we do in the shadows. <laughs> um, but he called it America's greatest ghost story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the er- early 1800s, John Bell, who this all happened to, uh, moved uh, from North Carolina to the Red River bottomland in Tennessee uh, with his family. Um, and now it's Adams, Tennessee, and I think I read in another article that it's like a population of 650. I don't know how much that's changed. Uh, oh, 649 then, as of tonight. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, Dolores, Dolores Gray, our, our condolences. <laughs> if you want to send your condolences to a loved one, send $50 to the revisionist Venmo. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say Bell Witch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I wrote that this move was the biggest mistake of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Very behind the music. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so I guess like the first weird thing that happened was in, um, okay, I don't, yeah, 1817, a mysterious animal body that was a dog and the head of a rabbit um it just appeared on the property and apparently bell shot it several times and it just vanished yeah so I, <laughs> I don't know i don't know what it could have been i, I mean dog know. rabbit is one of the like scarier combinations you could get i think it's- if it was rabbit body dog head that's a little worse rabbit body dog head. <laughs> yeah i mean you got to think there's that combo just hopping around out there just hopping around yeah we got a lot of those in our neighborhood (laughs) people keep feeding them it's a real problem yeah it sucks or just like (laughs) goose head goose body yeah i'm posting about it. that's a goose yeah yeah i know they're terrifying (laughs) (laughs) uh okay and then that evening the family uh, uh, began hearing beating sounds on the outside walls of their log home and it just kept escalating. The children uh, said that they heard rats gnawing at their bedposts and their covers were pulled and pillows were tossed onto the floor by an invisible entity. Uh, and then on the website, this was not mentioned any other time. There's a picture of a man morphing into a mule, and it said the same entity allegedly turned a man into a mule. <laughs> <laughs> like how? How do they know? <laughs> <laughs> no. So 
Like, how do they know it's the same? It's the same fucking dude. Have to share a web domain with like Midsummer Night's Dream fan one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very rude mechanicals. Yeah, there's a lot of animal stuff happening. Um, and then it just keeps escalating as uh, hauntings do. Um, the, the entity, I would love to see a haunting where it just got better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I really used all my best stuff up front. I don't have anything to close with. Uh, yeah, James, James Wan, he's done 40 of these movies out of ideas. <laughs> uh, guess I'll pull your chair out from under you. I'm a ghost. Oh, my ghost is very similar to my Tom Waits. <laughs> okay. Um, so the ghost like uh, started to have a voice, uh, which apparently sounded like a feeble old woman singing hymns. Um, and then that that entity started uh, fucking with Betsy Bell. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, it's just the way you said fucking made it sound like you were going to say it started fucking Betsy Bell. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Started fucking. Um, There's some stuff like that. There are theories. Um, Oh. Up later. Um, Well, you know, it's really confusing. A lot of the stuff pretty much is like we can't prove any of it. Uh, So uh, this ghost was messing with Betsy Bell. Uh, I would pull her hair slap her there'd be welts on her handprints on her face and body uh and bella tried to keep all of this a secret uh because he was ashamed and nobody wants to be a weak man uh but it all boiled over and he told his uh friend and neighbor james johnston uh and then his neighbor didn't really believe him at first uh but then he stayed the night uh and some shit went down (laughs) (laughs) and then he said uh quote apparently since nothing can be proved (laughs) the culprit was likely an evil spirit the kind that the bible talks about oh that kind okay yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) not one of those buddhist evil spirits or nothing Mm -hmm. not those (laughs) Uh, yeah. wrote... not the one from an Anne Rice novel no. <laughs> <laughs> not that one no but one of, the, one of the bible ones the one that's like in a Jesus stuffed into a bunch of pigs or whatever yeah, yeah one of those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, the voice uh, apparently got louder over time uh, it sang hymns uh, quoted scripture, uh, carried on intelligent conversation. <laughs> I, I assume it talked about uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, <laughs> understood Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. It, you're using a Ouija board. It just says pickle Rick. A bunch. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking uh, annoying as shit. Yeah. So what's the deal? Szechuan sauce. <laughs> what's uh, what's uh, going on with the measles, huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, okay it quoted two sermons that were preached at the same time on the same day 13 miles apart okay so all of this apparently got to general andrew jackson 
um, and he became interested in the Bell Witch. Yeah, and- I guess a couple of the Bell sons served under him at the Battle of New Orleans yeah. in the War of 1812. Yeah. So he, he heard about this whole goings on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so he made his way down there in 1819. And when they got there, the wagon stopped. Okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Beep, beep. Yeah. yeah. Beep, beep. <laughs> fucking wagon in here. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. Yep. <laughs> Things like that. Uh, I think this the spirit was like, eventually let them uh, go pass uh, and I was like I'll see you later alligator (laughs) (laughs) it's like this is kind of a fun carefree spirit (laughs) just messing around having some fun Uh, and okay this part was this part was fun Um, so that night one of Jackson's men who I guess this website said might be John Gordon, someone who was like really close to him, mm-hmm. uh, claimed to be a witch tamer and said that he had a silver bullet he had that would kill any evil spirit. And then that evil spirit was going to be scared of that bullet. <laughs> and then he proceeded to get his ass handed to him <laughs> by the Bell Witch. Yeah. <laughs> Bell Witch allegedly beat the shit out of it. Like- beat this guy up and like <laughs> grabbed his nose and the guy ran away scared yeah. <laughs> i love that i really wish he was just like i have a bullet that could kill any ghost and he just shoots it into like a vase or something one account there's the, one of the things about this is every account varies very much um mm. one account was like jackson was like oh this guy's a big talker i wish the ghost would show up and show him what for and then the ghost was like, yes, sir, Mr. General, or whatever. And then <laughs> the guy tried to shoot at the direction the voice was coming from twice. And the ghost was like, now it's my turn and beat him up. <laughs> like the stories vary from like, in, in terms of the craziness, they vary yeah. like dramatically depending on the teller. Yeah, yeah. all the stories are different. So yeah. I don't fucking know. Uh, and then the evils... Um, spirit said uh there is yet another fraud in your party jackson uh and everyone wanted to leave uh except for jackson because he wanted to find out who the fraud was apparently (laughs) and then i wrote that was the first time that he had ever listened to a woman uh yeah his party consisted of um edgar uh smith um Jeffrey uh, Kane and uh, Buster one seven four four seven one two three five, and they had to figure out who the who the fraud was. Yeah. <laughs> who was it? Uh, yeah. Oh, his quote is uh, after his visit: "I would rather fight the British at New Orleans than fight the Bell Witch." <laughs> Great, but, uh, but they put that on like a t-shirt or whatever <laughs> the equivalent was at the time yeah just a really blousey shirt <laughs> yeah just have that quote on there um and you can get that shirt at bellwitch.org just venmo at bellwitch <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how they take payment. <laughs> uh, it's become a virtual uh, witch now. Uh, <laughs> virtual witch has got to be like not quite an asylum movie, but definitely like a direct to streaming release at some point. <laughs> yeah, just on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's not even Amazon. It's definitely on like Tubi. <laughs> Tubi. Uh, oh, yeah. None of this can be proved. <laughs> In case you were wondering, listeners. Because <laughs> I was reading more and then uh, this website has like so many different um, mm-hmm. sections that one of the sections it was like also nobody knows if this happened apparently jackson wasn't even like in the same place at this time like he was somewhere else um but they're they'd love to get their hands on some journals so that's (laughs) i don't know if anyone has any proof just uh send it to me (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so this yeah the Bell Witch was constantly out to get John Bell. Um, why? Yeah. Wanted to kill John Bell. Yeah. Kill, yes. Um, and did eventually, apparently. Uh, on December 20th, 1820, after slipping into a coma a day. Uh, and this was like after he had been suffering from like face twitches and seizures and like a whole bunch of He stuff. couldn't eat. He said he would have these episodes where it felt like there was a stick stuck lengthwise in his mouth yeah and like he couldn't swallow or eat yeah um and uh after his death his family found a vial of strange black liquid in the cupboards and uh john jr sprinkled two drops on the cat's tongue because the cat didn't matter and the cat jumped up into the air and was like fuck you uh, and it died (laughs) 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 you fucking poisoned me (laughs) (laughs) i guess uh, you never loved me oh (laughs) um and then the entity exclaimed I gave old Jack a big dose of that last night, which fixed him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then John Jr. tossed the mysterious vial into the fireplace and it burst into bright blue flames and shot up in the chimney. And Santa Claus was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how Santa Claus was killed, (laughs) tragically. Uh, No, that's how Santa Claus found out he likes pigging. uh, <laughs> That's canonical. You know, really, one of the most underrated Christmas films is <laughs> the night Santa Claus found out he liked pegging. I think that it should be up there with Christmas Story and Home Alone and Wonderful Life. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> and it's a Wonderful Life too uh, when you're getting pegged. Um, <laughs> um, a pegging on Thirty Fourth Street. I can. <laughs> Having a hard time with these. Peg hard is uh, seemingly an easy one. <laughs> the Christmas shoes that you smell in the closet. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, Went with a different fetish. <laughs> yeah, no. I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I have no idea where I'm at. <laughs> uh, John Sr. is yeah, poisoned, and I think he is about to die. Yeah, he died um, and fixed him. I was like, maybe, yeah. I don't know. This guy needed to die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, so after he died, <laughs> it kind of like stopped. <laughs> Brian's dying. <laughs> Uh, yeah it pretty much stopped except uh there's this whole other like side story thing about betsy um and joshua gardner the person that she was engaged to at one time um and so like apparently in their relationship whenever they were together they couldn't be together without the entity bothering them um and it was too much so betsy uh broke it off down yeah. the river on easter and um i said that this was one of the greatest excuses not to marry a man you don't love <laughs> <laughs> apparently the spirit was like the voice of the spirit would be like your life with him will be miserable don't stick with him yeah it was literally like that like she would be like i don't know he likes easter by the river red flag emoji red flag emoji, red flag emoji. <laughs> red flag. Uh, yeah oops sorry the bell witch forbids it therefore i shall not <laughs> sorry i can't give your sweater back bell yeah. witch Sorry. Yeah, the real problem was you don't like pegging. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you be Santa Claus? <laughs> Gotta get with this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to do an improv of the relationship drama of the ghost-driven breakup that's also sort of driven by sexual incompatibility. <laughs> I don't know. At that time, um, I feel like nobody wanted to get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there, I don't. I didn't write this down, but there was this whole weird side section about their teacher that they used to both have, and how he was interested in Betsy. So that was fucking weird too. Um, uh, she eventually married this teacher instead. Oh, did she? Um, oh, that's why it was brought up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, they were married. They were married for a while, and then he died, and then she was a widow for like thirty years. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which is what happens when a teacher marries a student. Yeah, um, like thirty or twenty years your senior. I don't know, forty years. I don't remember. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm. I'm glad it worked out where there was a reason for that to be brought up, rather than just like someone being like, "Yeah, this teacher also was into her," which yeah. is f- <laughs> fucking weird on the face of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he like apparently was married when he was teaching her, but would still he acted like a bachelor, uh, a jovial bachelor. Mm. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, after that, the spirit said it was going to visit in seven years, and then in 1828, it came to visit John Bell Jr. They talked about civilization, Christianity, and need for major spiritual awakening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> predicted the Civil War, and I just said, maybe these are just John Bell Jr.'s thoughts that he wanted to get out there. <laughs> it's also weird for them to come back and be like, so you killed my dad. Uh, <laughs> And that just like not come up at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. The Bell Witch just sounds like a great friend. (laughs) (laughs) Comes in, kills your dad, keeps you from getting into a bad marriage. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Please, if there are any ghosts listening, don't kill my dad. Noting that uh, it was apparently super kind to uh, John Bell's wife Lucy. Yeah. Like she got sick and it would take care of her and act as like a nursemaid and allegedly bring her food while she was ill and even cure her. Like it really was fond of Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess now you can still go to the bell, the 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 location, and there's like this creepy cave that's supposedly like yeah. a portal between worlds that various spirits move in and out of. Yeah. And there's like old Native American burial grounds there. Oh fuck, that's why this all happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh yeah because i was like who is the bell witch and then they say that like it's kate cat bates katie or bats. Yeah, kate, kate bats, bats who was a neighbor um and kate bates was related to them and like her husband she was lucy bell's niece and her husband was frederick who was like the brother of a guy that might have had a bad business deal with John Bell, but <laughs> none of that makes sense because she apparently outlived both of them. So I have no idea why people. Think <laughs> it's this lady. Oh. <laughs> uh, and also, they owned slaves. So I was like, maybe that oh. too. Yeah, yeah. There is. There's a few stories about uh, a couple of the slaves, particularly one named Dean, being sort of scared by the Bell Witch. Maybe like hit by her one time, or like it appeared as a dog, and he split the dog's head, and then it appeared again as a dog with two heads. Oh stuff God. like oh, that. Yeah. oh no, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's not what you want. Um, but you can go to a Halloween event at the cave. Uh, <laughs> next this week <laughs> <laughs> yep I, i'm very i'm actually sort of curious to see what sort of covid19 protocols the creepy bell witch cave has cave, set yeah. up don't catch the vid from the bell witch <laughs> <laughs> gabby thank you yeah, I, there's like other. If you have oh. any questions, I tried to answer some <laughs> in my research. Okay, there's also there. There's this weird side note. Okay, can I share it? Oh yeah, please. Okay, so the weird thing I just was off Google, um, and A and E apparently has a show called. Uh, cursed the bell witch and they just like interview bob bell and kate katie bell katie is like a descendant of kate bats sorry katie bats um and then there's this whole show about it and this like town historian henson who's like really into it he's like it's so doggone addictive and <laughs> the direct quote, and there's apparently a clairvoyant named Sarah Lay or Pew. She has she goes by multiple names, okay. Mm-hmm. And she apparently says that she has contact with Betsy Bell, uh, and she knows the reason why. 
all this happened but then a lot of people are like that's a complete lie so i don't (laughs) (laughs) so maybe if yeah listeners want to watch cursed the bell witch find it on (laughs) some (laughs) platform (laughs) maybe there's answers out there uh but yeah zach whenever you're ready feel free to dive into the alternate yeah uh so um a decent account of the bell witch obviously there's a lot to be answered in who or what it was all these different things um so obviously like there's a lot of history in that area of tennessee that dates back well before the bell family uh and also uh the fact of the matter is the the cave itself is an interdimensional porter portal right i mean Mm -hmm. that's what they say um so no one's ever lied about a cave no Illegal. Um, I decided that the Bell Witch was originally uh, Sarah Bellum, um, who wrote for Teen Vogue, T E E N E V O G U E E. And <laughs> later she was that character from the Powerpuff Girls, who was the assistant to the mayor, uh, who is the redhead. Um, that took place in uh, uh, pre-colonial America, actually, in uh, in the alternate universes. That's just okay. how it works. Um, so it's uh, the same. It's like Powerpuff Girls still aired in the same time frame. Well, setting... actually, sort of. But it was also an okay. alternate dimension because she was also a spelunker. And that was her folly because she <laughs> spelunks the cave. And that spelled her doom when she went into the interdimensional cave portal on the... Red River uh, property and became the Bell Witch. Um, some kind of MCU ass multiverse shit happened and she fully died, but also she became the witch. <laughs> because she was a smart, aware person who wrote for Teen Vogue with extra ease, you know, she was progressive for a time and decided to haunt assholes. So one of the people she went after was obviously oh, Andrew Jackson. Okay, so- Haunting people who are assholes, not haunting people's No, people assholes. who are di- <laughs> bad people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so one of the people she went after was Andrew Jackson, who only went there once, so she couldn't do as much as she would have wanted, which was mm-hmm. probably like fucking kill him because he sucked. <laughs> yeah. And another person she went after was John Bell. Now, we briefly mentioned that John Bell was a slave owner. Uh one fun thing about John Bell we didn't mention was that his wife, Lucy, uh, and he were married when he was 32 mm. and Lucy was 12 years old. So that's a true fact about John Bell that has been corroborated in numerous sources. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, he, he also got excommunicated from the church for shady dealings uh, revolving around uh, selling slaves and stuff. Like, uh, So he did slavery so bad the church excommunicated him when slavery was okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she haunted this asshole and killed him because she should have done that. Yeah. That was a good <laughs> thing to do. She was nice to Lucy because Lucy was a child pride. And uh, it makes sense to be nice to someone who is in that particular situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's sort of what the bell, Witch uh, started as, um, yeah, obviously, uh, by the 90s, these people named the Kirbys, who still own the place, were living uh, at the Bell Farm. And, you know, at this point, it's like, these are normal people. 
Occasionally a tourist who was an asshole came by and she could give him a scare, but that was about all, all she was up to by this point. And she was like, fuck it. I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, I'm going to live a normal life. Now, one of the things, the Forbes she took uh, early on at the same time, she did the dog with the rabbit head was she took the form of a really big bird. Um, and they didn't know what the bird was, mm-hmm. um, but it turns out it was a swan. And she used that as her nickname. Uh, first, the Bell Witch, the name she was given, and the form of a swan to uh, to become Bella Swan and go to high school. And uh, she just had a normal high school life where she fell in love with a vampire, of course. Um, her story was plagiarized by Stephanie Meyer, who made some changes. For instance, when a creepy asshole was like into her baby, she straight up killed that guy because that's the way the Bell Witch rolled when yeah. people were creepy pedophiles. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, after that, she decided, you know, I'm going to pursue a normal career, live my life, make the best of it. I've been being a bell witch for too long. Um, <laughs> you got to change careers uh, at some point. Yeah. You know, she landed the role of Veronica Mars. And then <laughs> she went ahead and married down. And uh, <laughs> oh, and now she has a successful acting career. And uh, to to keep it brief, that is the story, the true story of the Bell Witch, <laughs> with a with a Dax Shepherd slam thrown Dax in there. Married down, they have a show together now. <laughs> Wait, they do? <laughs> they do, they do. Yeah, it's uh, like a family friendly game show. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> that's. Yeah, uh, I, I bet stand by is... what I said. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's uh, one of the good places. So listen, this guy made the movie Chips. Like, really? Come on. <laughs> he didn't make the movie, right? He yeah, he it. fully. I believe he directed and wrote that thing. Oh no! <laughs> okay, <laughs> I I take back my entire argument. No. Um, <laughs> Zach, thank you. Hmm. Uh, listeners, before we uh, before we move on to judgment, um, I just want to say, hey, if you want to give us a, a little gift in our Halloween stocking, um, you can uh, write a review of this podcast on your podcast service of choice. Um, I personally uh, just moved on from Apple Podcasts finally uh, because it's terrible. Uh, so, hey, if you're on Overcast, got, which is a great app. Yeah, yeah. In terms of written reviews on mm-hmm. Apple like we have so many what do we got dobby got a jobby we got uh what was our other the room? tone of the moan the uh, tone of the moan the tone of the moan baby the tone of the moan <laughs> write uh, any of those things and rate us five stars all that matters is you write something doesn't matter what yep and i'm sure there'll be a, a tone of the moan bumper sticker or coffee mug okay. coming out just in time for christmas uh, um sure. for you to not explain to your family honestly a shirt that says the difference between a dungeon and a sex dungeon is the tone of the moan. Not a bad shirt. <laughs> it's it's not a bad shirt for sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shirt that'll make people stop and go, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> um, also, you can always write us a letter. Uh, ask us a question, leave us a comment uh, at revisionistpodcast.com. Just click on the contact form 
or just hey cut out the middleman and write directly to revisionistspodcast at gmail.com um and also uh you can reach us on instagram or twitter um we're technically on facebook but uh (laughs) i i deactivated my facebook a long ass time ago and Zach, I don't know if you're still on that or not, but the chances of someone actually responding there slim to none. Um, maybe. Um, I but, am still on Facebook, but I oh, do you not are. check the revisionist page very often. Yeah, <laughs> I probably uh, should. Good reminder. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Twitter or Instagram is where it's at. Um, no TikTok yet, and uh, nothing <laughs> on wiki feet what okay um get the bell witch's feet on there (laughs) no (laughs) please listen people well if my alternate is true i'm sure they're already on there (laughs) (laughs) look people i i hope i don't have to tell any of our listeners this don't put strangers feet on wiki feet that's for your own feet um that's that's just a uh advice to all of our weird listeners, not to yuck on anyone's yum. Um, uh, also, if, if you're still listening after all that, uh, we have a Patreon, uh, which it seems a shame to bring up now, um, where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month, um, which, you know, if if you have extra money and, you know, you're already donating to a good cause this year because there's a lot that uh a lot mm. that are in need uh we'd really appreciate it um it helps pay for like web hosting and stuff like that um so check that out and you can even buy your right to vote that way um on the show not in america um but <laughs> you can get a double ballot <laughs> yeah, the secret double ballot um yeah. <laughs> uh something something i don't know i don't even want to get into that now because <laughs> i don't want people to reasonably misconstrue what i would say as a joke um gabby you uh you are co-hosting a fairly new show on hooked on colfax for our denver listeners right yeah we we're doing it before the pandemic and we did about four now our this month is going to be our third one back our um it's at hooked on colfax usually the third thursdays of the month uh at 8 p.m and this month is jordan doll and next month we have valerie tosi um it's going to be super super fun and it's uh just a great hang awesome what's the show called tell me i'm pretty perfect um so yeah definitely check that out um it's just it's killer lineups all the way down um zach you co-host the movie trap which we've discussed yeah we have discussed it's a movie uh podcast there's a kind of a game element where we compete to see who can pick the best movie in a given theme cool but that's you know the basic and whoever wins gets to pick the next theme right now we're finishing at our annual horror Halloween movie segment, which was in this year, we randomly picked horror movies from before 1960. So if you want to watch some, hear about old ass horror movies, uh, that's the place to go. Oh, and then um, actually uh, next week, this should be announced by now. uh, I won the bonus movie for Halloween 
And I picked something Brian told me about that I had never heard about called uh, His House. So if you want to mm-hmm. listen to an episode about His House. Yeah. That is a movie I like a whole lot that is scary in like six different ways. Right. Um, so, about the immigration experience in, in England specifically. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that brings us to uh, the judgment phase of the podcast. And um, this is, I don't know, this is a really fun one. Judgment listeners, in case you couldn't tell over the course of 140-ish episodes, um, I usually, when I'm judging, just choose on the fly uh, because it's usually very hard. Um, and this is this is a fun situation because both stories are just kind of a blast. It's not one of our Halloween ones where it's actually about a serial killer. Um, and the only person who, like, it's confirmed to have died is an asshole. Um, so that's nice. Um so I think I am going to though to be totally fair, all the members of the Bell family are dead. They lived in the yes, early that 1800s. True. That is okay. Long dead. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. not. Yeah, I'm true. And, I mean that that might that might be a situation where if Gabby, if you went into like detail about how each and every one of them died. Like eventually, then I'd be like, okay, that's a little upsetting. Um, but that didn't really factor into it for me. Um, so I think that I am going to throw my vote. Um, oh, this. I'm. I'm going to throw my vote to the actual history. Um, Mainly because I kind of feel a little bad for Dax Shepard. Uh, <laughs> not gonna. I mean, he has ever. Why do I feel bad for Dax Shepard? Fuck that guy. Um, I'm just doing 180s constantly. He's got that podcast that moms listen to. He makes a ton of money off of. Does Wait, he? What, what's his fucking podcast? Armchair Expert, I believe it's called. Who is Dax Shepard? I don't know who it is. I know who it is. I'm saying, but like, who is he really? I'm I'm learning a lot. He's he's Kristen Bell's husband. I know. <laughs> Fuck was he in? He was in Chips, obviously. He was, he was in Idioc- Idiocracy. 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 Yeah. I mean, his name is also Dax. So. Dax. Yeah. Oh, cool. When you Google Dax, Dax Shepherd wife the is like Thura? the third thing that comes. I remember Zathura. <laughs> <laughs> that was a guy. Anyway. Oh no, he was in without a paddle. Oh um, great. There's a scene <laughs> where they're off to huddle and they're like, oh, should we do it? We're all men. It's cold outside though. <laughs> Wait, it was what? It's oh, a homo- oh. it's a gay panic joke. <laughs> oh no. Oh well fuck Dex Shepherd. It's without a paddle. It's yeah. Oh man. I lived I I I had a roommate in college who is a very nice person uh, who that was one of his favorite movies of all time. Um, but again, very nice. And that person. roommate was Dax Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the screenplay. Uh, on replay. <laughs> uh, but Gabby, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, Zach, thank you as always. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, 
for everyone here at the revisionists i've been mm, banshee old banshee brian um flynn mm-hmm. uh, i've been fucking dr monster mash <laughs> <laughs> perfect i've seen your doctorate uh, uh have a have a spooky halloween <laughs> boo <laughs> <laughs> October 23rd, 4004 BCE. The universe is created according to the calculations of Archbishop James Usher, based on the fact that creation is given off real Scorpio vibes. October 23rd, 4004 BC. According to the calculations of Archbishop James Usher, God creates the universe on this date at around 6 p.m., mainly because he didn't want to miss Jeopardy. October 23rd, 1739, the War of Jenkins' Ear begins in New Grenada and the Caribbean, and the War of Jenkins' Feet begins on Jenkins' OnlyFans. October 23rd, 1812, a French general begins a conspiracy to overthrow Napoleon, claiming that the emperor has died in Russia, commonly called Quelinon. October 23rd, 1850, the first National Women's Rights Convention begins in Worcester, Massachusetts. Their first order of business? To determine if they indeed be shopping. October 23rd, 1973, Watergate scandal. President Nixon agrees to turn over the subpoenaed audio tapes of his Oval Office conversations, though most of it was recordings of his Supernatural podcast, Super Nixonal. <laughs> 